having a moan. Mm. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. My name's Alexander, but you can I mean, you can call me Alexander. You can call me Alex. You can call me Al. Um, Smithy, if you like. Smith's my surname. Don't really mind. But welcome to um, to a new podcast, basically. Right. I've come up with this idea. Well, not an idea. I'm going to have a cracker doing a podcast. It's not my style. I'm not. I'm not a modern sort of person, really. Um, but basically, I've chewed the ear off everybody I know. Nobody wants to listen to me anymore. And I didn't start with that many friends. So I'm now having to scourge sort of the depths of the internet to find uh, other like-minded weirdos who will listen to me. <laughs> no, I d- yeah, I just thought I'd um, basically I'd get together with myself for uh, for ten minutes every every day if I can. At least weekdays. I'm not faffing about on a weekend, but every weekday. And, uh, and basically just have a cup of tea and uh, and have a chat with you lot about about whatever sort of getting on my tits at the moment really. Couple of side notes. Um, politically correct, I am not. Uh, I, I'm not poorly intended. My intentions aren't bad, but um, I, I generally say things how they are. You know, uh, same. I, I don't mince my words. Um, I don't use pretty language. So just just prepare yourself for that. I suppose you know if you're a child or. Jehovah's Witness or something like that and you really don't want to hear me say bugger 20 times in a minute um, take it into account I suppose but yeah so there you go so a little bit about me because a lot of my rants well they're culturally based you know as I'm a, I hate the term but an expat oh no I'm not really an expat I'm just me living in a different place aren't I There's not, have you noticed that expat only works one way only white people are expats have you noticed like, if you're, if you're Mexican and you go to work in the United States, well, you're a spit, you're a wetback, you're an illegal immigrant, you're an alien. You've got all these terms, right? But if you're an American that goes to live in Mexico, you're an expat. And it's like, it's got this sort of, like, middle-class vibe to it. I think it's incredible, you know. Um, ridiculous, but nonetheless. So, anyways, I'm an expat. Uh, I'm from the north of England, um, from, from a little... Textile town called Rochdale, uh, more specifically a village called Whitworth. Um, so if anybody knows of, of my little town out there, hello. You know, we probably know each other. Uh, but I lived there when I was young. I mean, when I when I was seventeen-ish, I went I went to I went to work in Manchester. Did a bit of work as a debt collector. Um, I didn't really like it. Well, naturally, though, when it's not a job you're supposed to like. Uh, and from there, I went to work in I went to work in Barclays Bank just as uh, data entry, really. No, when do you remember the whole thing about payment protection insurance in the UK when that fell through, and the banks had to give all that money back? Well, they brought me on. I think I worked for about eighteen months with all the shifts I could choose. You know, um, to go to file through all of that data of all those people making the PPP claims. I remember it was every advert on the telly when I was a kid. I'm thirty. So you got a reference, oh, no. but anyway, yeah. So from 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 there, um, I didn't really like working in the bank either. But I didn't have anywhere else to go. I didn't really have enough money for school. So um, so I started getting into teaching a bit of English in Manchester, and there I met a little lady who were you know we got together, boyfriend and girlfriend sort of stuff. And when she finished the summer and she wanted to go back to Mexico, well, uh, well she did. And a couple of months later, I followed her. 
got myself a little apartment and, and trying to make a go of it. Absolutely tits up. I mean, what a disaster. You know, you know the relationship didn't really work. It went all right for a bit and then it went wrong. But um, but either way, I mean, as a means to an end, it, it got me here and I'm still here. Um, we're 11 years later. Still here and I really like living in Mexico. So at the moment I live in, in Cuernavaca, which is uh, it's a city, small, it's a very small city, about 45 minutes south of Mexico City. Uh, so again, if anybody, anybody knows Cuernavaca, ¿qué onda? Buenas tardes. And uh, yeah. So basically, a lot of my moaning is going to, probably going to come from ideas of, of, of sort of cultural shock ideas. Because even though I've been here a while, I don't know, I think as a foreigner, you, you always have that, that, that idea that you're always a little bit more alert, a little bit more wise to things that go on around you. Uh, just because at the end of the day, I mean, I can live here for the rest of my life, I probably will. Oh, my daughter's Mexican. But it's, it's never really my home, is it? It's never really my culture. So there'll always be things that just sort of slap you in the face and you think, oh, it's a bit hard to get your head around. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so anyway, for today, what, what I want to talk about is uh, something that I noticed when I was in the supermarket on the weekend. I mean, it's been around for a while. It's been about two years, maybe, maybe a bit longer, maybe three years. And uh, the government's finally wised up because um, this, basically Mexico's a very... You know, it's an obese country. I think, I think, don't quote me on it, but I think it's the second country in the world with highest levels of obesity behind Gringolandia. Oh, no. I'm not quite sure it's at the levels of, of, um, of the United States, but, yeah, there's some, there's some major fatties here. And one of the things for Mexico, and it's not their fault, oh, no, Mexico's not a very tall country. So if you put the obesity with, with little legs and little arms, you, you get little bowling balls, don't you? And uh, all my love to you know to Mexico and Mexicans, <laughs> but, but that yeah they do they do they come out a bit podgy, a bit round. But then again, I mean, I have seen this. You know, this is quite a common occurrence. Going out at half past seven in the morning, you know, you don't you don't have your cup of tea, you know, a bit of toast or something, some cereal. You go out at seven o'clock in the morning, they come back with three liter bottle of coke. Do you know what I mean? And, and by lunchtime, by lunchtime they're changing that. They're on the second because you have returnable bottles, you know. I mean, that's just madness, isn't it? But again, I mean, that's a very sort of an American culture idea that the whole um, soda, you know, just just high sugar, fizzy drink, shite, really. When I was a kid, I wasn't I wasn't against the dandelion and burdock, you know. But I'm not I'm not a in Mexico they call them chescos, uh, like soda chescos. I'm not a chesco drinker. It's just not my not my style, really. But anyway, so so in response to this. Mexican government, what they come up with is uh, health warnings for all food items sold in supermarkets, convenience stores, and that sort of stuff. They put they put health warnings, you know, excess fat, high in carbohydrates, you know, too much sugar, and just a little sticker that goes on the front of everything. And uh, you know, it's it's difficult to pick apart logically, isn't it? It's difficult to attack that idea. What a buggering good idea that is. Is it though? Do you know what I mean? Because it would be if it was applied well, but they don't distinguish between added sugar and naturally occurring sugar. You know what I mean? So as you're walking down, this is what I noticed on the weekend. As you're walking down the aisle, you pick up a, a, a thing of tin tomatoes that's got one sole ingredient. You know, it's got petite diced tomatoes in it. There's nothing else. There's literally nothing else. 
And that's coming with a warning. That's coming with a warning saying, you're, you've got too much sugar in your diet there. You know, because sugar's naturally occurring in tomatoes, isn't it? So quite literally now, if we combine the, the, you know, the lack of nutritional knowledge, now if you're looking at a tin of tomatoes, it's as bad as getting a Snickers bar. You know, you put the two next to each other and they both tell you you're going to get diabetes. <laughs> so, so, so you see, you know, instead, instead of having something that could have worked really well just to let people know what foods do have naturally have high content of carbohydrates, high fat content, high sugar content. Now it's like it's putting it on exactly the same thing because they don't they don't separate between added sugar and naturally occurring sugar. So I'm walking around, you know, and I find the same, you know, you go to buy a table salt, and now it's got a bloody government warning, it says high in sodium. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, um, well, it's just, it's Mexico for you, but I've never seen anything like it. You know, the idea that uh, fruit, you know, fresh fruit, you know, it's picked straight out of the farm, gets diced up, goes into a tin. It's got the same going on as a Snickers bar. You know, they, according to the little packet, the packaging now, they buggy up just the same. So I actually think that what started out as a good plant has actually, has actually just led to confuse people. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, something, something I noticed. I wouldn't have noticed it really, but uh, I got right into it going around the shop having a look at all the natural products saying they've got sort of an excess of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway, anyway, so there's, there's my little rant for today. It's just an introductory thing, really, because um, well, I've never done this business before. It's my first idea on a, on a podcast. I don't, I don't know if I'm speaking quickly or I don't know if there's loads of background noise. I've got, I've got a, a Doberman. He's got a two-and-a-half-year-old Doberman, which, you know, he likes protecting the house and stuff, so I might have heard him a little bit. It's Frank. If you hear him, that's Frank. Well, anyway, but yeah, no, that was that was all right. So, um, right, well, I'll, I'll stick this up, and uh, I'm not going to bother editing it and all that stuff. So, don't, you know, if you're listening, you're thinking, oh, well, that was a that was a bit of a weird podcast. I'll see what the crack is tomorrow. Don't don't expect you know quality to miraculously improve, because um, at the end of the day, really, this is a project started out for me, honestly. So it's a way for me to chat to myself. Uh, if people listen, well, good for you. Oh no. So yeah, so I'm not I'm not scripting it, I'm not I'm not editing it or anything like that. But if you like it, if people start liking it, I'll work on it a bit more. I'll put a bit more effort into it, like. Hey, so right out, um, I'll bugger off for now. Y'all have a have a nice after, and well, we'll have a chat in tomorrow. <laughs> All right, enjoy.